Welcome back to the Dream Lab Series podcast, where we take you behind the mindset of high achievers. My name is Audrey Diaz-Robles, and I am your life and confidence coach. I'm usually joined by Sabrina Castillo, your life and business coach, but today it's going to be just me. If you hear birds chirping and roosters in the background, it's because I am doing this podcast from the Dominican Republic during my family vacation. My family is a very united family, as most Latino families are, I feel. You know, family is one of those things that it's we're raised that blood is thicker than water and it's family over everything. And if you've been listening to this podcast for a while, you'll know that also boundaries are very important to us here at the Dream Lab. Um, I've shared before about feeling like I needed to establish better boundaries with my parents. We've had Karina F. Daves come on to talk about boundaries with our family. And we've even had life and business coach Mariela de la Mora come on to talk about first generation trauma, which results from our parents coming into the United States and this need for survival and the way that sometimes because of that, they weren't able to meet our needs. And while all of those things are true for me, it's also true that I come from an amazing family, very big, (laughs) very loving. Um, So let me give you a little background. Right now I am in Las Terrenas, Dominican Republic. I am in a beautiful Airbnb that we booked for the week. I'm overlooking the pool, which is right next to this mountain that looks down at the ocean, and it's beautiful. So my parents wanted to take this time together for all of my siblings to be here. My sister-in-laws are here, and we're able to share this time, not only just on vacation to do things like going out to eat together, but being, being by the pool and the beach, but also to really connect with one another a lot deeper. And on the second day that we were here, my parents went around the table and asked us all what our goals are for next year. And that's a typical question when it comes to maybe working with a coach, being in business, when you're trying to grow, like we set these New Year's resolutions, right? And that's what goals are for 2022. They're these New Year's resolutions, but in a more tangible way, that we set these goals and we're able to look at how are we able to reverse engineer them and break them down into smaller steps that are actually achievable, not just a wish in the beginning of the year that we forget about mid-January or early February at best. But the reason why we shared those goals is because my parents want to be able to support us in achieving those goals. So we run around the table you know, my sisters-in-laws included. And another thing that we did is that we also went around asking each other how we felt about one another and if there were needs that weren't addressed. And that was a little bit more intense because I feel like sometimes, especially in families, maybe you voice your need once and then life goes on We each have our own families and then we forget it. And then what happens when you have unexpressed needs is that you build up a little bit of resentment. You 
might tell yourself this story like oh they don't listen to me anyway it's just let's just keep moving forward right and you try to just go on with life but back in your head is this story about how this person didn't listen to me the first time I expressed the need and the reason this is so important is because it gave us a platform to express the need again and that's the importance of communication I'm someone that I really believe that at all times everyone's doing the best we can and we all live busy lives and it's easy to think that person just doesn't care or that person's ignoring me and then you go on feeling hurt and the relationship suffers because you're of that mindset but this gave us the platform to be clear listen I'm feeling like this and I need you to support me in this way and when it was my turn I actually said number one (laughs) number two number three and it really opened up a lot of dialogue and gave my parents and my siblings an opportunity to say to me well this is what I think about that because it's not always the way we think that's why it's important to communicate we are here building these stories about why people are the way they they are with us but in reality something else was going on completely and they didn't see it the way we do and we need to give ourselves that opportunity to speak up especially when it's family when it's people that you care about you can't leave things unsaid because that leads to unhealthy relationships down the road that leads to maybe your family not being as close as it can be and of course this is speaking to a family dynamic um, in which there is no abuse or toxic relationships because depending on the severity it's relationships that you should definitely get away from Um, set those boundaries so to prevent further hurt but in regular families um, where we have maybe you know boundary issues um lack of communication things like that it's good to speak them out and I could tell you one thing this is something that I didn't want to do I I sat there I'm like ugh, and because of where I was sitting I was almost last I'm like I don't want to do this so I'm like sitting there the whole time like I, I don't want to do this and that's normal we feel that resentment because it's really hard to have those tough conversations sometimes but if you don't have those tough conversations how are you ever going to clear the air about things? It's funny, I'll share one of them. Um, the least serious one that I had. It's that going along with my salsa journey, my dad, since he was a dancer, he did not want to support my journey. He was like laughing at me, <laughs> saying, oh, it's going to take you years. In five years, maybe I'll dance with you. Like, Why didn't you take classes before? And that's one of the things I said to him. I'm like, Dad, I'm, I'm doing this out of joy. Just support me. That's all I ask. Support me without your opinion. Be my cheerleader. That's what I need from you. And last night, we were actually dancing. And he did not critique me at all. And it was so good. And I felt so much closer to him. Because I was able to express a need and he listened to me. And it could have it could have been anything, but it felt really good to have communicated what I needed because I honestly would have gone on just complaining. Like, oh you never listen to me. You are always making fun of me when it comes to my salsa dancing and nothing would have ever came of it. And maybe I would have never danced with him except maybe in, you know, two years when I'm a pro. <laughs> but for us to have that moment where he, 
I expressed the need, he listened, and he was able to change. And you know what? I think that if you're listening to this, maybe you have family members that you have expressed a need to, and they don't listen and they don't follow through. I think the most important part is that you were able to express yourself, that you didn't keep it in, because that's your part of the relationship. And when you're able to say, I did everything I could, that takes a weight off of your shoulders. You know, it's it's sad when someone else doesn't follow through, then they, they don't listen, but that's their journey and they don't do so for their own reasons. And we need to not internalize why they don't listen to us as something that we've done or maybe an indicator that we're not worth it because that's not true. Everybody does things for their own motives. And I'm the type of person that I always say, I don't ever want to regret anything in life. So if I know that there's something that I could have said that would have made things better and it doesn't matter what the topic is, what the need is, but I want to know that I said what I needed to say, even if it's hard, like it was that day where we had to go around and express the rest of our needs, even if it's hard to be able to say that and have the other person listen to tell our truth, because it also builds trust within yourself. There's so many hard conversations that we don't want to have. And maybe we think to ourselves, like, I just can't. I don't know how to express myself or I don't want to get so emotional. I don't want to feel vulnerable. And that's one of the things I felt. I didn't want to feel vulnerable because I knew that one of the needs was something that was going to make me cry. But I feel so much better to have been able to say that because it's also a way of taking care of yourself. One of the main things we suffer from is our inner child not getting what they needed. We grow up feeling hurt by certain things and it was because as a child we didn't get our needs met and we grow up not trusting ourselves or meeting our needs in the wrong way. But when you're able to really express what's on your mind, it's building trust in yourself that you're able to communicate it and identify like I need this. I need this and I'm going to communicate it. And I think especially as women, we're taught to not have needs or just brush them off to the side and keep marching as if everything were fine. And that needs to stop because it puts on so much unnecessary stress on our shoulders. So for my parents to give us that platform to be open, to listen to one another, and that's a gift also to have someone listen. I think... Like I, I love Stephanie, who is my sister-in-law and our Dream Lab partner. When I expressed one of my needs, she came right over to me and she gave me a hug. Now, my need was expressed by my parents, but Stephanie was the one that came over. And it's beautiful how even though the person that you're asking something from might not meet the need the way that you need them to, But just what a gift to be listened to, for her to come over and see me and give me a hug. That meant everything to me as well, to have support from other people. What we really need is to feel seen, not necessarily maybe to get what we need, but to feel seen, to feel that our voice matters and that we are worth it. 
And that's a gift that everybody should have. So whether you're expressing the need with the person that it directly correlates to, or you have someone safe, like a therapist, a life coach, a good friend, a family member that can genuinely just listen to you without judgment, that's a gift. And you would be surprised at the healing that that brings. So I think that that activity brought us a lot closer. And as this new year begins, and we're all setting these goals and New Year's resolutions, having a moment to powwow like this with our families, or our friends, or our spouse, whoever it may be, business partners, it's a great way to start off the year to have that communication, not only to bring you closer, but to be able to trust yourself to express what you need to other people. Now, the next day was our spirituality day. My parents do a lot of work in the Catholic Church, and one of their spiritual directors is a Franciscan friar named Fray Jose, and they've known him for years. Uh, He actually used to be my confessor and spiritual director when I was a teenager here. So going back years, I used to live here in the Dominican Republic during high school. So my father invited him up and he came and spent the day with us. And first of all, he had a talk with us. And then we met with him individually for confession and spiritual direction. And what he talked to, to us about was so simple, but so profound. He talked about how we're in a world that's changing so much. If you look at the way technology, just technology alone, has changed exponentially in the last couple of decades, it's brought the world to change so much faster. And he said that change is a good thing. The advancement of science and technology is a good thing. But that our core values as people should never change. And that includes faith in God and obedience and love for God. Here at the Dream Lab, we believe that to be a whole woman, to experience a thriving life, it's not only working on your mindset, of which is vital, and exercise working on your body, but for you to nourish your soul. We are mind, body, and soul. We're not one-dimensional. And business success, business success financial success, would be nothing if our souls were depleted. So having that relationship with our creator is vital. And he talked about meditation. Right now in our culture, there's such an emphasis on energy, source energy and meditating. And traditional traditional religion has been declining. And there's this rise of spirituality And he told us it's really the same thing. And we're looking at it differently. What is source energy? God. It's the Holy Spirit who flows through us, in us and through us and around us. And meditating is the act of connecting with God. He said to us that what we need to focus on, what's going to illuminate us, because he's a fan of Buddhism and Hinduism, he says he's able to appreciate um, their devotion in other religions. But what separates us um, as Christians, if you're Christian listening to this podcast, is the content on what we're meditating on. 
And he said that if we're able to really just meditate on how much God loves us, we would be illuminated. We would be truly awake beings. He says if we look at scripture, the way Jesus prayed, he didn't say father like dad. He said Abba, which I believe it's in Aramaic, means daddy. Not just dad, but daddy. That tenderness of a young child. For those of you that have children or nieces and nephews, and you know how a young child clings to their mom or their dad, especially when they're wounded, there's so much love and trust there. They go there full-heartedly because they know that they're able to take care of them. And that's what they need. And at that moment, that child probably feels that they don't need anything else but the embrace of their parent. And he said that that is our purpose in life. Our purpose in life is to be children of God. And there is a completion in that. If we think of Joe Dispenza, and Sabrina and I are huge fans of Joe Dispenza. He talks about getting into this heart state during meditation in which we feel so complete, we don't need anything else. The moment that you're focused on everything that you don't have is the moment in which you invite more scarcity into your life because you're focused on lack instead of abundance. The moment that your heart and your mind are just so in line with the abundance that you have in your life, that's what you're gonna create. Your heart expands And there's nothing that you need. There's nothing negative that you're focused on. You're just thinking about the gratitude that you feel. So he was able to say, I I don't know if he knows the work of Joe Dispenza. Although I'll tell you, he was quoting Greek philosophers and theologians left and right. I was so impressed by the wisdom of this man. But he talked to us about the moment that we're able to really meditate on the fact that we are so loved by God. We don't need to be or do anything else. Just focus on that, the love of God as his children. That's the moment in which we will feel that completion. And there's nothing else that we need because we know we are complete in God. Forgiveness just happens because we are so full of the love of God. And he talked about how Jesus not only spent hours a day meditating, but during different parts of scripture, you'll see he also went away for a day to meditate. And he said, if we could just grow our practice of meditating, if we count, for example, seven times, say, and he gave it to us in Spanish, but something roughly translated in English is Abba. I worship you and I love you, Abba, I worship you and I love you. Anything that's going to connect you with that identity as a child of God. It's funny because a couple of weeks ago here on the podcast, we talked about identity and how a change of identity is the only real way to achieve a goal. And that's the way he tied this to our purpose and identity are children of God. So I know for me personally, sometimes I could think about like, oh, well, I'm not a good person because I don't do this or I'm not out there working with the poor. Maybe I should be able to donate more money. And that's operating from a place of lack. 
if I change that identity to I am a daughter of God and I put on that identity and I feel the love, then the generosity would come through me so much easier because that is my focus. Not on everything I'm not, which is what keeps a lot of us from God. Like, but I'm not that good of a person, but I don't go to church, but I don't know how to pray. See that negativity, that lack that keeps us from God. But when our focus becomes, I am a child of God and he loves me. If you say that right now, take a moment to say it with me. I am a child of God and he loves me. There's a peace, an abundance, and fullness that comes from that statement that lets you rest. If you're able to breathe deeply and say that and focus on that, you feel expansive and then there's nothing you can't accomplish. So imagine if you do that every day, several times a day. He talks about just a, a mantra like that. He said, you know, other other spirituality talks about mantras. He's like, this is all that is. A prayer is a mantra. So if I'm able to say, I am loved by God, I am his child, and just repeat that to myself a couple of times a day, and maybe tomorrow I repeat it even more, and I grow in my time meditating. Can you? I'm just taking in deep breaths right now as I speak it, I'm able to grow. I'm able to feel complete. I'm able to feel that abundance. And out of that heart set is that our world changes. So imagine meditating this way to yourself every day and then living life in this way. When you're not focused on everything you're not, everything that you're lacking, but just on everything that you are, And if you're a child of the creator, there's nothing else that you need. Your daddy's got you. And I just love that. And this time together has been such a blessing. Such a blessing. We just had a motorcycle pass by and it reminded me of those reels that you've probably seen with the the audio driving around in the third world countries. Um, So that made it very real right now. Um. So yeah, I'll just wrap this up now with those thoughts. I think I gave you a lot to think about, definitely, because it's given me a lot to think about these last couple of days as I'm here with family. And what a beautiful way to start the morning. What a beautiful way to start this Friday and the new year, which is approaching us by knowing that we are so deeply loved by our daddy and that we are complete as children of God. Thank you so much for listening. Next week, I can't wait to be joined again by Sabrina. Thank you so much for listening. If you love this podcast, please share it with somebody. Leave us a review. We would love to hear from you and have a happy Friday. And most importantly, a blessed and thriving and abundant 2022.